Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Maybe you and I are at slight odds on this. I would have grave reservations about us leaping to reintroduce any restrictions, including masks. I recognise that it may happen, and if it does happen and is necessary to happen, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll absolutely comply and wear a mask if needs be. But I think we have to be wary of introducing anything that is unnecessary, including mask wearing. Mask wearing currently still exists in hospital and health-based settings and that's proper order. But in general, I, I don't see a justification for the reintroduction of masks at the moment, insofar as that I think, yes, we are seeing cases rising in hospital, but but half of those cases are incidental. People are there with broken legs and, and, and other issues and just happen to have it. I know that still puts a strain on the system because they need to be isolated. That's because that's what we're currently doing. But COVID is, if we haven't called it yet, we're certainly on the verge, I would imagine, of calling it endemic. It's going nowhere. We're going to be living with it for a very long time. So we need to think whether or not us as a society want long-term mask wearing to deal with it. We've never had long-term mask wearing to deal with things like the flu and it probably has a, 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 more, a, more, a more infectious type of, of virus now than the flu is but it's probably no more serious now with the variants that we're dealing with now than the flu is and, and I'm just every instinct in, 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 in my body says don't change society in a way that is, is counterintuitive that is unnatural and it is all those things without adequate justification and I'm not sure the justification is there you, you disagree a little don't you? I do I think for me I think we need to really focus uh, on our hospitals now and the impact it's having on our hospitals there's I think 537 people in hospital with it as you say they mightn't be there because of COVID but they have COVID and when they're in hospital with COVID they have to be isolated and treated differently and it has a huge impact on on staffing and puts real pressure on the system. My fear now is that any more elective surgeries, uh, any more hospital appointments, any more scans, biopsies are delayed. I mean, we have to think of the impact it's having on the wider healthcare system. And if asking me or some of our listeners this morning to go into your local supermarket or to get on a public transport and to wear your mask for what is probably... 15 minutes, half an hour. If it ensures that all of those procedures get to go ahead, then then I'm okay with that. Look, let us know what you think this morning. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents or tweet us at News Talk Breakfast. You can tweet us at NT Breakfast and we'd love to hear from you this morning. Yeah, should we bring back mandatory masks? Are you wearing them already? I've noticed a slight increase in the number of people uh, wearing them, uh, Kira. Well, to discuss this further, we're now joined by Liam Fanning, the Professor of Immunovirology at UCC. Uh, Professor, good morning to you and thank you for joining us on the programme. Uh, Health Minister Stephen Donnelly uh, was asked yesterday in an interview, I think, with the Sunday Independent, you know, could he rule out being asked to reintroduce a mandatory mask mandate? And he said, no, you can never say never given uh, the numbers that we are seeing now. Do you have any issue with that? Uh, good morning, Kira. Um Well, no, I don't because I suppose, look, that's crystal ball stuff with regard to, with regard to Omicron um, as to whether it is going to, you know, uh, mutate into a point where the, the, the symptoms and the consequences of getting an infection end up with more people in hospital, much like we had with the area variants, Alpha and Delta in particular. Um, no, I, I don't think we need mandatory masking, but we need, you know, the messaging that you and your, your, your uh, Kira there just discussed with regard to the kind of two sides of the coin um, are very valid. And with regard to your own uh, opinion, Kira, you know, if people, you know, are, are of that mindset, well, then they, you know, they will wear the masks. And um, if people are of uh, Kira Kelly's mindset, they, they, they will forego wearing the masks. I think there's validity to both arguments, but I'm more on the side of kind of Kira Kelly at the moment with regard to kind of not wearing masks and not 
mandating masks given the current kind of infection trajectory that people experience when they have COVID-19. Do you think, uh, Professor, that wearing masks would reduce the transmission of COVID at this point? Would it have that impact? Well, it's very hard to quantify the actual impact of masks. The certainty is that wearing masks does probably reduce the transmission or the are you, are you picking up um, COVID-19. Um, this virus is so infectious at this stage um, that the capacity of as we wear masks, I mean, you walk around, you see people, the few people that are wearing masks at the moment, some of them are still under the nose, some of them are not tight enough. So do you know what I mean? The the actual kind of um, seal that you have on most masks now is, is probably not sufficient uh, to effectively cut down on transmission. We saw with um, Omicron, the first one, BA1, in January when there was plenty of mask wearing that we had an enormous wave um, in the first two weeks of January and that was in you know, when we were wearing masks, we had a well north of a million people infected at that stage uh, over the course of January. So, you know, I, I think there's some comfort for people to take when they're wearing a mask, um, but it's not a shield. Um, and, uh, you know, back to the old messaging of get your vaccine. I mean, we heard from, you, men, you mentioned Minister Donnelly there and some of the information that came out from the Department of Health is that we have still have many individuals, I think it was a third of individuals in hospital uh, with Omicron who are unvaccinated or incompletely vaccinated. Um, and look, these these variants have changed and, you know, the if you like the immunological uh, ballpark has changed as well in regards to the capacity of, of the vaccine to give us full protection from um, yeah. symptomatic disease. I'm, I'm just wondering at this point, it's what, 18 months since the first person was vaccinated in Ireland? Yeah. If somebody has decided at this point not to get vaccinated, are you really going to change their mind? Is that where our focus is going to oh, be? Would that have any uh, impact, uh, Professor? That's, that's a really good question and I think, you know, the, the, the behavioural scientists are, 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 are the people that really should be able to kind of give us some guidance as to how it, look, I'm sure you know, uh, everybody is scratching their heads as to why kind of people haven't got or what are the kind of reasons they haven't got uh, vaccinated for that are, you know, that are really coherent and kind of cogent based on evidence as to why they shouldn't. Um, I, obviously, I'm, I, I'm a, you know, an advocate for vaccines and I think everybody should be vaccinated because the, the data still shows that vaccination protects you from serious disease and, and reduces your chances of ending up in hospital. I mean, that's really key. Um, and with these and new you don't think masks from, would make any huge difference in terms of these? Well, I, well uh, when you say masks would make any huge difference, it's very hard to quantify it with this particular infectious, uh, the infectious nature of this particular virus. And also the masks, that, the, the way we're wearing masks also, they're not, it's not a seal around their nose and mouth. So they but it will could give be, I suppose, protection. if we wore them properly. But, oh, well, possibly, yeah. But it'll give some protection, don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, if someone is symptomatic and they're out and for some reason they don't realise or haven't tested themselves with antigen tests that they've got COVID and they're wearing a mask, well, obviously that mask will catch some of the droplets. I know it's aerosolised, but we catch some of the droplets as well. We'll reduce, you know, the amount of virus that's been admitted into the air. That's a given. Right. And if you're wearing a mask properly and you're inhaling just through the mask, you'll, you'll reduce the amount of virus that you're, you're inhaling. So, But to put a quantum on it is actually very different, Kira, difficult, Kira. All right, just very quickly, um, are we at the peak of this summer surge yet or when will we? Um, that, I think we've another little bit uh, way to go yet. Obviously, we have incomplete data because, you know, we're not collecting data. And this is back to your colleague Kira's point, really. You know, we are moving into kind of, we're going to have periodic waves of this particular uh, virus. And, um, you know, in a way, this might set us up for good stead for having a slightly later wave in the autumn or winter. You know, if there's four to six months between waves or three to four months maybe between waves, you know, we might get enough chance to kind of, kind of, you know, develop a strategy for October and how people are going to manage the winter. All right. Uh, Professor of Immunovirology at UCC, Liam Fanning. Uh, thanks for speaking to us. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.